Good afternoon. Welcome to the Spitfire Podcast. I'm Major Tyler Musselman, the Staff Judge Advocate here at 332nd. Today we're going to talk about uh, tax filing. So as I stated, I'm Major Tyler Musselman. I'm the Staff Judge Advocate. I've been here at the 332nd since the end of January. Uh, and with me is uh, my paralegal, Staff Sergeant Dylan Dorsey. I'm Staff Sergeant Dylan Dorsey. I'm the NCOSC's legal office. I got here just before Major Musselman in December. So Staff Sergeant Dorsey and myself make up the legal office here uh, on the installation. Today we wanted to talk about uh, tax filing options for those folks out here since the tax filing deadline is coming up. Uh, Staff Sergeant Dorsey, what options do Redtails have when it comes to how they're going to handle their, their taxes this filing season? Yes, sir. So there's three general options. There's a POA. You can have someone file for you. You can use an e-filing system or you can file an extension with the IRS. Great, let's go through each one of those individually. So the first one you mentioned was a power of attorney. Uh, what does that entail? How do folks get one of those? What impact does that have on, on filing? Yes, sir. So when you get a power of attorney, you allow someone to file on your behalf with the IRS. And it's a very simple process. You come to the legal office, we'll give you a special power of attorney for tax filing, and we'll give you the two forms that you're required to file with the IRS. And that will give you the ability to have someone file for you. And so typically, if somebody's going to come in to have that done, who are the individuals that are typically giving this power of attorney for? Like, who are they giving this to? Usually, it's someone that they trust, uh, the spouse mom, dad, brother, someone close to them. You're, you're dealing with personal finance information and taxes, so someone that you trust and that you can count on to take care of your personal matters. All right, so you mentioned the ability of people to, to file online when they're out here. Like, where do they go to do that? What does that entail? So you can use any third-party platform, or you could go through Military OneSource, um, MilTax, and use the H&R Block option. It's free. Of course, we can't recommend any product over another one, but there are a, a bunch of paid and free uh, tax filing, e-filing options that you could use. So if I go on Military OneSource, basically, I can just go to MilTax, and then you mentioned H&R Block. Does it just, like, kick me over to, uh, I guess, an online H&R product? Yeah, so there's a link through Military OneSource. There's instructions on how to file. It takes you through to the website, and you just fill in the information as if you were using any third-party platform. Okay, and then obviously no government endorsement intended, but there's other ones out there like what, like TurboTax? Yeah, so there's TurboTax, there's H&R uh, Block, of course, there's Jackson Hewitt, there's a bunch of different third-party platforms. Just uh, research, make sure that the sources are reliable, that the product is reliable and credible. Okay, and so if we have, um, a, we, we talked about a power of attorney to have someone else file it, going online and sort of working through the online platform yourself, um, and then the last one is filing an extension. Can you walk through what that looks like? So it, it depends on when you enter the combat zone. Generally the rule is 180 days after you leave the combat zone. Uh, you can file an extension with the IRS. Uh, there's an email address that you can find on Military OneSource, or you can find it on the IRS page. Essentially, you send them an email telling them when you entered the combat zone and when you left, and they apply a 180-day extension from the day you left the combat zone, plus the time from when you entered the combat zone until the tax filing date of April 15th. 
So this basically gives you, like, you don't have to try to file here or have someone else. You can just delay filing your taxes until you're back home settled in, and maybe you can go to a professional yourself and get your taxes done. That's correct, yes. Okay, and then um, is that just federal or state? Like, how does that work? So that process specific is for the federal. Um, some states recognize the IRS rule for the extension, but some don't. So we've uh, been we've located a, a state tax filing guide, um, and we can provide specific information for each state. Okay. So if the if I have questions about my home, like the federal one. E if I have questions about the federal one or the state one, I, they, individuals can just come talk to us and we'll kind of help them work through that process? That's right, yes sir. Okay, perfect. So sir, do we file taxes for people at the legal office? So I'll, I'm gonna give some general guidelines on, on when people can choose between an extension, a power of attorney and doing themselves. Obviously, they can come in and talk to us and we can work it through, work them through that as well. So if, if, it's, if your, your taxes are fairly simple, you're just talking about normal income, um, you don't have, you know, a, a home sale or investment income that makes it more complicated. You can always go online and work your way through those online programs. They do a pretty good job of just cueing you with like questions. I'll even have pictures. Hey, did you do this this year? You know, and they work pretty well for for simple uh, tax filings if, if people are comfortable doing that. Right. The more complicated your situation is. Uh, you know, that's when you start looking at, at something like sending a power of attorney to a trusted agent to take your stuff in and get it done at a local tax, you know, HUD or something like that. Um, and then if all else fails, file the extension uh, and then just take care of it when, when the individual gets home. So really, I think it comes down to, are, is the individual comfortable attempting to do it by themselves online? Do they have a trusted agent at home? Uh, and then how complex their tax situation is, and you kind they'll just kind of consider those factors when they decide what they want to do. So what if we have a person calls and says, I've walked through these steps and I just don't get it, and I have a question about a specific deduction or the earned income credit or anything like that. What, what would we do in those situations? So that would be outside of our wheelhouse, right? When we, referring back to those uh, old tax centers they used to do, th those individuals would be trained and then they would have usually a very like skilled tax person there. Um, we just don't have the bandwidth to get smart on like all the state and federal deductions and things like that here. And so if they go in and they start trying to work through the deductions and the tax planning and things like that and they get stuck, you know, we're going to default to hey, maybe consider getting a power of attorney to have someone else to do it back home or uh, just file an extension and take care of it when you get back home and get settled. We just don't have sort of the competency and bandwidth to talk about specific deductions because that stuff can change every year. And so it would be doing people a disservice for us to sort of opine on things like that. Yeah, I think that, that pretty much does it. Uh, so we put out the, the tax flyer uh, that you can find on the app. Uh, we also sent it out to the first sergeants across the installation. We outlined websites, links, everything like that on, on the website as well. And then we're open pretty much from 0800 to 1700 every day, Monday through Saturday. Uh, appreciate you uh, taking the time today to listen to the Spitfire podcast. And, and always, if you have questions, stop by or give the legal office a call.